From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion Disneyland edition for the week of June 21st, 2012. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Wayne Toygo, Nancy Johnson, Tony Spatel, and Disboard's moderator, Mary Jo Mulatto-Willie. In this show, we'll recap all the excitement that went on in Cars Land, Buena Vista Street, and the rest of the Disneyland Resort in the last week. All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello team. Howdy. Hello. Hey there. And I probably should have said from points across California and beyond again, shouldn't I? Far East California. East California. I East, like Eastern, that. Eastern, Eastern, Eastern Southern California. We're, we're, we're growing. First we took over uh, Cars Land. Now we're going to start annexing the rest of the Disney Empire. <laughs> well, considering Disney World stole our electrical parade, I think it's only fitting. We're going to get it back. We are. You and I are hijacking it. Can you yeah, we're bringing wave, it back. Can you guys wave out your windows at each other? Almost. No, <laughs> so. I'm, fa- I'm facing the back. I, I can't see the dolphin. I can see you the villas, Warbuck villas. You should explain, Tom, that uh, Tony and I are already in Florida. We're both at the Swan Dolphin. And by the end of the week, I think we'll all be in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. So if you're Disneyland show listeners and you see us in Disney World or you see us on the cruise, be sure to say hello. Definitely. Um, we don't bite. Nancy bites. Don't, <laughs> don't forget about... Only... Never mind. I'm not going there. Don't forget about chat night every Wednesday night at 9. I'm sorry I missed it last week, but I was kind of busy. Um, and also, if you want to email the Disneyland podcast team, that is dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. Anyone else have housekeeping? I have a little housekeeping this week. Okay. Last time, on last time's show, I was all excited that in the new California Adventure Souvenir Store, they featured for the first time Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Well, it was the first time that I saw Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. But I heard from one of our Dizzers, Sarah McWhirter, that, and she reminded me that Epic Mickey came out with the Disney store and they had an Oswald plush. Ah. And apparently it's been a very big hit with particularly some of the younger folks, uh, Sarah's in particular also. So uh, I guess Oswald has made his appearance. Um, before, but this is the first time we've seen it anywhere in the Disneyland Resort. Did, so did, thanks for that, Sarah. Appreciate you keeping an eye out for us. Did anybody see the? Or I don't know if we talked about this last show. Did we? Do do you talk about the Oswald ears that are that were around the resort? You yeah, know, I looked oh, all okay. over for them and couldn't find they them. Don't, did they you don't. Ex- find they don't exist. They don't exist. They were they were at the E3 convention to promote the new Epic Mickey 2 cut that's coming out. Oh, uh, okay. Um, it was it was it was it was a co-branded type thing. Uh, Disney, they worked with Disney to make have them made and I I was I was able to talk to a couple of the merchandising people and they actually took one of the Disney 
embroidery machines over there to be able to put people's names on the back. But that was the only place you could get them was at the A3 convention. Got it. So, yeah, created a lot of people being jealous of of Oswald ears. I wonder if Disney will pay attention to just how... um how many people really did want to get those yeah, ears? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. One more housekeeping. Have to mention the backstage magic tours coming up in 2013. Those are June 9th through the 14th and December 15th through the 20th. Those are Adventures by Disney tours, and those are sponsored by the Dis Unplugged and Dreams Unlimited Travel, of which we are a partner. Yeah. And those are five day tours. Two nights at the Renaissance Hollywood Hotel, three nights at the Grand Californian. You get to tour the Jim Henson lot. You get to tour Imagineering. You get to tour the Walt Disney Studios and Archives. And you get VIP tours of Disneyland on one day, Disney California Adventure on another day, uh, mounds and mounds of fast passes, and what am I missing, Wayne? A bunch of surprises. A bunch of surprises that we can't talk about. Anything major I'm missing, Wayne? Dinners Boy. and lunches and... Well, and they're mixing it up a little bit since they, Wayne's and, been on there. Well, and, and they're always, because this is, we, uh, the Diz Unplugged hijacks the whole tour, so everybody is a friend on the tour, and we always have a few surprises. Yeah, I would say, too, that, that because the Diz is, um, you know, they do these tours that ABD really tries to um, plus it up. Yes. For the Diz, for the group. So, I mean, we, we haven't announced gonna... we haven't announced what it was this year, what the surprises are. But I think last year the the surprise was a lunch with Marty Sklar. Is that correct? Was that last year? I remember mm. hearing something about that. Yeah, I think so. so yeah, I if, think so. So, if you are interested, email Kevin at dreamsunlimitedtravel dot com. In end commercial. Hmm. <laughs> uh, any other housekeeping? Well, this is going to be a short show. Well, you know, this whole show is kind of housekeeping yeah, from our last is. special we've, edition we've, show. We've, so. yeah, but, yeah, there's so much information on that. So much. And did you notice, as soon as you said short show, who spoke up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, not going to be a I'm short just, show. Oh, I can make it a not short show. <laughs> you, you Are you tempting me? Is that a challenge? <laughs> All right. Calm yourselves, boys. <laughs> are you ready? Are you ready for the Do- news, Tony? Uh, yes, I am. Okay, go for it. The, the news okay. as, it, as it is. You can skip one or two if you'd like. I, I, I'm just fine. Go ahead. Okay. Short news week, so we had to find go through the archives to yeah, see what we could we get. We did. Okay. So here it goes. Stan Jolly, one of the art directors who designed Disneyland and an Oscar nominee for his work as production designer on the 1985 film Witness, starring Harrison Ford, died June 4th of gastric cancer at a hospice in Rancho Mirage, California. He was 86. Jolly racked up dozens of credits as an art director and production designer for film and TV beginning in the late 1950s. What was supposed to be a brief stint at Disney helping to design its new theme park turned to years of work, first on Disneyland and then for the Disney Studio. Jolly earned his first small screen credits in 1958 as an art director on episodes of Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color on ABC. The next year, he worked on the Disney effort Donald and Math Magic Land, 
which was Oscar nominated in the documentary short subject category. It was also the first episode when NBC took over Wonderful World of Color. Also for Disney, he was co-art director on the 1960 feature Toby Tyler or Ten Weeks with the Circus. Jolly was born in New York City. His father, character actor I. Stanford Jolly, moved the family to Hollywood in the 1930s. Stan Jolly served in the Navy during World War II and worked at Warner Brothers as an apprentice set designer while in college. He graduated from USC's School of Architecture in 1951 with a degree in industrial design, and he was a set designer at 20th Century Fox when he was approached about coming to work for Disney. Jolly is survived by two daughters and two granddaughters. It's sad that all the creative minds are starting to go that were you know, that worked with Walt. Such is the circle of life. Hopefully that was, we. Uh, that was deep. <laughs> hopefully the next you know this generation will continue to to fulfill the well, legacy. If 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 this last week is any any indication, I think we're we're pretty in pretty good hands. Yep, I agree with that. This year marks the 100th anniversary of the Girl Scouts, and to celebrate this landmark occasion, the Disney Youth Programs team welcomed thousands of Girl Scouts to a special bi-coastal event held at Disneyland Resort in California and Walt Disney World Resort in Florida over Memorial Day weekend. Girl Scout troops and alumni from all over the country gathered at Epcot and Disneyland Park for the Bridging into the Next Century event. The symbolic ceremony marked the Girl Scouts' entry into its second century. The events included resuscitation, resuscitations, excuse me. Okay. (laughs) I think that's one of their badges, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. The events included recitation, race, I can't even say that word. The events included, included reciting, reciting the Girl Scout pledge, crafts exchanges, and displays of important Girl Scouts history and memorabilia. In Florida, Minnie Mouse received a special Pin commemorating her 30 years as an honorary Girl Scout, while Daisy Duck helped kick off the celebration in California. Girls on both coasts were able to meet and connect with Girl Scouts from other backgrounds and communities. In Florida, troops got the chance to explore Epcot using a special booklet designed to guide them through activities and attractions to help them earn badges, and many girls also took part in Many Cultures, One World, a special program created by the Disney Youth Education Team. In California, Scouts were able to participate in field studies such as Disney Leadership in Action, Pursuit of Excellence, and Disney's Animation Magic. So there you go, Girl Scouts and Disney. Yay. I was a Girl Scout. How about you, Mary Jo? I was a Girl Scout. Definitely. Don't they have Girl Scouts in that show with the Phineas and Ferb? I know. I was thinking it. Oh, those are Fireside Girls. I'm sorry. That's a little different. Yes, a little different. (laughs) Yes. And finally, so bad. says the Boy Scout leader. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> finally, Disneyland Resort guests have a new way to purchase theme park tickets from their smartphones. Recently, the Disneyland Resort began testing this technology at the main entrance during busy times, all in an effort to help guests get their tickets and get into the parks faster to start enjoying their day. This is just one more option for guests in addition to purchasing tickets at Resort Ticket Booths or from Disneyland.com. In order to purchase tickets in your smartphone, go to m.disneyland.com and select Buy Tickets from the homepage. Right now, only one-day, one-park, and one-day park hopper tickets are available, but two-day tickets will be added to the service later. After entering the number of tickets you want, up to a maximum of 15, as well as your credit card information, 
you will receive a confirmation with a barcode that will be scanned as you enter the park for which you've purchased your ticket. From there, you'll be given a paper park ticket, which is still needed for park hopping or re-entry if you should leave the park and return later. So I guess that's going to speed things up. Um, I doubt it. That doesn't look that like it's going to speed it. It might uh, speed it up to purchase, but not to get in. But and, and it's for what one park ticket one one day or two yeah, day one tickets? day one day one park and one day park hopper tickets. But two days will be added to the service later. Didn't they try that before, like on busy days where they would have like credit card machines right at the turnstiles? And why did they take that away? Because that seemed like that was working pretty good. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how many one day tickets do they really sell. Maybe they're trying to do this to just sell more one-day tickets. Possibly. No, but I mean, if you think about it, a lot of locals buy one-day tickets. I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think locals buy one-day tickets. They all well, have the come on, there's a lot pass. of people who can't, who don't want to afford a pass or don't get down That's very often. That's true. But how many people do you see crowding those ticket booths? No, you're right. Because I always go, why are people buying tickets at 10:30 on a yeah, you're right. My bad. The, the I have, only, a, I have a, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead, Major. I say I, I have a feeling that that's going to change though, as the word about Cars Land and Buena Vista Street, as that gets around, just how beautiful those areas are. More people are going to be. Well, maybe they'll get the one day ticket and go to go to California Adventure instead of Disneyland. Maybe. Yeah. The only problem with this thing, Disney created it. <laughs> and it's on the internet, so you know. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's Disney programmers created it, so I'm sure it'll. So, you know, I, I didn't put in there, and it's severely he- heavily burdened with flash. So <laughs> oh, if you have an geez. iPhone, forget oh, about God. it. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I'm not. That's just a uh, commentary. I'm sure it's not. I'm just making a little <laughs> joke about nice. Apple and Flash and Disneyland. Yeah. And that's the news. Thank you, Mr. Spitton. And oh, sorry. And that's the news. And that's the news? Let me try it again. And that's the news. <laughs> yes, Walter. Hey, good, I say, I'm just very proud of myself. I did not look at these things until I started reading them, and I thought nice. they were pretty amazing considering I was, re- I was seeing them for the first time. So I should have given you a fake news story just for fun. I would have just <laughs> – yeah. So I'm very proud well, of you can just keep all that in the show there, Tom. I plan on it. <laughs> all right, time for rapid fire. Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go first. Go ahead. Um, you know, we get a lot of people on the Diz boards in the Disneyland section asking for menus, and I wanted to let everybody know that we the menus are up at the Disneyland for the Disneyland Resort, and there will be links for it in the show notes. So be sure to check yep. them out. Yep, all the new menus for Cars Land and for Buena Vista Street are in the system, and it all, it all looks yummy, especially those ice cream bars. I haven't tried I, those I, yet. I didn't get to it. go back for one is the problem. You know, I had a vanilla one with dark chocolate and, like, little colored sprinkle things on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it didn't sit right. Well, really? It, that's you now. I, oh. It just wasn't. Yeah, I know. Come on. I mean, granted, it's my stomach, and my we all know my stomach's a pain in the butt. Was that before or after the, <laughs> the mad tea party? Were, yeah. That was several hours after, after lunch. Okay. Uh, so, okay, Nancy. Corey and I stopped by there and got one. Nancy, rapid fire. Oh, I wanted to go last. <laughs> My goodness, Wayne, rapid fire. Oh, you're going to give in to that? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, in a good, I'm in a good mood. 
<laughs> Very good. Over at the uh, Blue Sky Cellar, we uh, needed a little change considering that Carsland is now open. And we have a new uh, exhibit over at the Blue Sky Cellar. Uh, they have opened the Radiator Springs Historical Society's Museum of the History of Radiator Springs. <laughs> The, uh, the, they, they report, Disney reports that according to Sally Carrera, president of the Radiator Springs Historical Society, <laughs> the items in this museum have been kindly donated by the dear friends and neighbors, the residents of Radiator Springs. Sounds like they've got a really cute exhibit going over there with maybe a little, uh, shall we say memorabilia and some trinkets. Yeah, and, that's... Uh, yeah, it's really kind of cool. They have you know, displays of historic radiator caps and newspaper clippings of when Stanley opened things, and it's really, really cute. And and most of it is at this point when I saw it, most of it is in the in the area where they had the the Imagineer video playing. It's all limited to that area. The, when I saw it, the, the all the all the models and stuff like that for Carzine were still there, and the museum was in that was in that back the back room basically where they had the video playing. Oh, that's interesting. Have they taken the video out? Yeah, the video is now a. It's it's hard to describe. It's a time lapse video of the development of Radiator Springs. The city of Radiator Springs. Interesting. So it's it's like you know you, you you have the mountains in the background, then all of a sudden Stanley's shop pops up, and then something else pops up, then Flo's Cafe pops up, then you know as as the city is built building throughout the years. It's kind of cute. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Wayne. Um, Tony. Okay. PhotoPass has a new and improved product, Disney PhotoPass Plus. Now everybody can have their Disney PhotoPass photographer photos, plus select attractions photos, plus dining print packages, all for one price. So what you get now for Disney PhotoPass Plus is the PhotoPass Plus card and lanyard, a gallery CD with more than 400 stock photos that you can use. A unique code for DisneyPhotoPass.com that allows you to create and order a photo CD containing all your photos taken within a 14-day visit to the Walt Disney World Resort, which is what they already had that that point. Uh, print packages at selecting you get your print packages at select dining locations and digital downloads of select attractions. So as I read it, what you're getting for this price of one hundred sixty nine ninety five if you purchase it online prior to guest arrival, or one ninety nine at the resort for this extra fifty dollars, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's one nineteen if you pre purchase the normal photo pass. Is you're getting the the stock photos, which before you didn't, mm-hmm. and you're allowed to use to do the di- you're getting the dining photos and the and the spot and the yeah. So you know. It, if if you're into PhotoPass for an extra fifty bucks, if and if you're gonna do if you're gonna do the dining packages where there's pictures and get all those ride things, those can add up. So know that that is now available. 
And that's at Walt Disney. Oh, my mistake. I just reread that wrong. Um, no, that's available. That's the 400 stock photos are for Disney World. 300 stock photos for Disneyland. Okay. You're so, close. I was close. I think we could have 400 stock photos at Disneyland. Yeah, especially not everything else. With Cars Land, yes. But there you All go. All right. Thank you, Tony. Um, me next, since Nancy has to go last. The yeah. one. Oh, the- wait. I messed it up. Can I read? Can I add something? I, I, I sure. didn't read everything. Okay. And one other thing about the Disneyland to, to verify the difference: the Disneyland Photo Pass Plus costs ninety nine dollars ninety five cents when purchased at the resort. Sixty nine ninety five. Oh, that sounds month. that sounds much better. That's okay, a nice so <laughs> that's a nice bargain. The Disney World one. Sorry, I'm I'm in the Swan Hotel. I'm thinking Disney World, Disney World. I know this is a Disneyland podcast, but uh, yeah, sorry, one sixty nine. One ninety nine if it's Disney World, sixty nine or ninety nine if it's Disneyland. And yeah, the Disney World one's been around for a while. They just added the Disneyland, so that's why we wanted to talk about it. Okay, uh, the Wonderground Gallery opened on June 9th in downtown Disney, and this is a technology-driven gallery with featuring the latest in inspire in Disney-inspired art. Uh, they also, they also feature, feature an artist in residence program, so every month a different artist is gonna call the gallery their home, most like, most likely on the weekends, and they'll work on their upcoming projects, do live paintings and art demonstrations. I was in there the other day, and they have, you know, they have a video screen on the wall with, um, like Twitter feeds running across the bottom, they have an iPad there, so if you want more information about the art, uh, each of the art works each each artwork has a the price tag on it, but then it also has one of those QR codes, mm-hmm. so you can scan it with your iPhone and learn more about the artist or more about the the artwork. And they have the new I don't know if you've seen them the new um, they call them 95 vinylmations. They are they look like they're about the size maybe a little smaller than like the um, Ride Max vehicles, but they're just solid. Vin, you know, vinylmation material, the the plastic, but they're shaped like Lightning McQueen. Yep. And then they're just painted different different colors. They look really cool. Yeah, they've done some really neat things with a few of those. I went and looked yep. at them the other and day I think too. Noah, the art, uh, popular artist Noah, was in there this last weekend. Yes, he was. And I think he's. I think he may be there the rest of the month on the weekends. So check it out, uh, yep. Nancy. Well, the reason I wanted to go last is since I'm not sure if we've got another show not, coming up before 4th of July. Not just to be difficult? Yeah, well, no, not just to be difficult, but, okay, you know, cool. considering 4th of July is kind of a ways away still for us as we are right now. She said, yeah. But, Did you hear it? She said, yeah. She said, yeah. You said, yeah. <laughs> you said, yeah. Don't fuck that up. You said, yeah, when you said just trying to be difficult. It's on tape. And and you're right. Even if we, even if we were on our recording normal recording schedule, we wouldn't have another show before the fifth. So, go go ahead, Na- go ahead, Nancy. So anyway, if you're down at the Disneyland Resort and you don't want to be stuck in the insane crowds, seeing that absolutely amazingly fabulous Fourth of July concert in the sky at Disneyland, which is at 9:30 p.m. on July 4th. <laughs> uh, nice advertisement. Good, good. I got it right. And, here, and July and July third too. I think. The city of Anaheim also has a post-game fireworks show at Angel Stadium. The game time is 5.15 p.m. for that. So if you're an Angels fan or whoever the heck they're playing that day, um, certainly look into that. 
I am not an Angels fan. Sorry. Um, it's baseball, right? It's baseball. I don't really follow baseball. But if you're up in L.A., one of the most fun LA? things you can do is the 4th of July fireworks spectacular at the Hollywood Bowl. And this year, the special guests are Daryl Hall and John Oates. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, come on. Make the, conne- make the connection for me, please. Make the connection no. to the 4th of July for me. I'm- I'm just saying, if you're up in Hollywood and you want to do something fun, the Hollywood Bowl is an awesome fireworks thing. If you're anywhere near the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, they have their 85th annual 4th of July celebration called America Fest. Um, Then there's also the 4th of July fireworks spectacular at Los Alamitos Joint Forces Training Base. And that is free with parking is five dollars. I think Tony, Tony and I are going to do hollow notes on as on karaoke on the cruise. Um, I think j- you should. Just because you guys mentioned, or because Nancy mentioned the Hollywood Bowl, um, on August third, they're going to be performing Pixar in concert. Ooh. Okay, oh, well, so. we'll have to remember to remind people about that. Yeah. Or get we're, your we're hijacking. By the way, Nancy, we're hijacking your. And you know that's okay because you know what? Anytime they do a Disney a Disney music thing at the Hollywood Bowl, and they always do one every year, they sell out really, really fast. Right. So if you're here on vacation at that point, and that's something you're interested in, they should get their tickets now. Yeah. Did any of you go see the uh, Fantasia concert that they did last year? No, no, I was out of town. I wanted I to go. Really so wanted to go to that. Yep, I'm going to be out of town again this time, so I'm kind of almost bummed. So, and there's a few other festivals. There's a couple I can see from my house. Universal always has a fireworks show. Um, there's also the 12th annual Fourth of July Community Fireworks Festival at CBS Studios. There, and that's here in the Valley. Uh, there's. Pretty much all kinds of stuff, and oh yeah, that amazingly patriotic Mr. and Mrs. Muscle Beach competition. <laughs> featuring and Hall, featuring Hollow Notes. Yep, and for those really? who no, whoa, 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 whoa. really Hollow Notes? No, he actually got excited about that. I know. I actually, I am an unabashed huge fan. Were you sleeping? Of the greatest, Were you sleeping the during the rest of her rapid fire? American history. What? Were you sleeping during the rest of her rapid fire? You know what? Certain words just boom. And hollow notes, I was ready. I just, just, yeah. yeah Favorite song? Oh, I can't go for that because it's R&B and it's pop at the same time. <laughs> no can do. There are also a few Fourth of July cruises out of some of the marinas. Anyway, that's easy. Just Google um, Google Fourth of July events in L.A., Boom, you got it. Boom. Thank you, Nancy. Mary Jo, you have our Thread of the Week. Um, the Thread of the Week is, yes, I do have it. Um, <laughs> I'm, I didn't ask you for it just, yet. I was just you know asking what? if she, you had it. She's just so excited <laughs> about Hall & Oates. She's like, I can't, yeah. she can't go on. I was singing that song in my mind. No, I'm going to kind of push the official Cars Land, Buena Vista Street, etc. super thread that Nancy started. There is so much information in that thread, and I know that people have been looking at it. I just want everybody to know that we're updating this pretty much on a daily basis as we um, upload all of the cool information that we have, and more blogs are coming up 
Um, so this thread is definitely one that people should probably bookmark yeah, no, for there's information. Still, there's still a couple of videos out there that are pending that I know of. So. Yeah. Charlie Treats. I'm, I'm, yeah. Um, no, a couple good videos pending that I know of. <laughs> I heard there's a good commercial. Is that one of them? No, that's that. That's that. that <laughs> I posted that. I, I posted that link. So uh, I, in one spot, it's not. I don't know that it'll make it to the boards. Oh, and we'll if make Pete, sure and if Pete has his way, it may get deleted off of YouTube. So see it quickly. I, I was able to see that commercial. That was awesome. <laughs> we had fun with that. Yeah. Poor, poor Destiny's like, I got to do this. Like, like yeah, yeah, you got to do this. And for those who may or may not see it, it's a it's a, a commercial of Tom and Dustin in the middle of Cars Land, surrounded by real animated figures um, talking about Cars Land. It's great. How did you so, do that? How did you make that video? No, this was one of the one of the press things that they set up for us. They we you know they put a, put mics on us and set us set us in the middle of of the corn you know the Buena Vista not Buena Vista Street uh, Route sixty six and we were reading teleprompters and it was like a regular commercial. It looks so natural and when then, you did it. And then they so. filled in everything later. Really came across yeah. neat. I love it. And I think yeah. what they did is is they 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 just recorded our half of the street and the other half of the street was recorded earlier or. Yeah, superimposed. And then superimposed it. Yeah, because they had two they had two two sets running at the same time on each side of the street. Oh. So depending on which side of the street you were on, that's where the car the car was. Yeah. Those were some fun. I mean, they, we did that one. We also, and I'm ho- I'm hoping this video turned out. We rode Radiator Springs with Steve Goddard, who was the ride engineer. Oh, neat. And they ha- they built they put cameras on the front and back. And they put mics on us so we could interview him as we were on the ride. So that that was pretty cool. So that sounds neat. Yeah. What a great opportunity. Yeah, and the, the the other one, other than the trolley treats that Nancy mentioned, is I interviewed a couple of the creative minds behind Mad Tea Party. The only problem was they had it. They had me standing in front of the band as they were playing, trying to interview people. <laughs> Which I, I'm not sure how. It was mildly awkward. It was mildly awkward. You're yelling and it, you know, and you're mic'd, so you really don't have to yell. Yet you're yelling at the person because they can't hear you, and it was kind of the same way on on the Radiator Springs Racers. You're, you're yelling at them, but the mic is picking you up just fine without yelling. So, but it was it was really fun. Sorry, I kind of got sidetracked on that. Uh, where were we? Thread of the week. Okay. <laughs> But like I said, the, those videos should be pending. We got some blogs coming out, um, and I also have some information. I, I had some chats with some Imagineers and executives and things like that. So I'm put, going to put something together on that, and I'm not sure how if that's going to turn into a blog or what. But that should be up soon. And I'll, I'll throw some bits out of that interview, those interviews, as we go along today. And it'll all go in the thread of the week. And it'll all go in the thread of the week. Thank you, Mary Jo. All right, now for our segment this week, we now have a segment. We've there's so much to cover. We are not doing formal segments. We're just going to chat about anything and everything that comes to our minds about this last week and what's happening at Disneyland and Disney California Adventure. Let's start with Carnation Cafe is reopened and Oscar is back. Yay! Yay. 
did did anybody get to over there? I did. Okay, tell us about it, Mary Jo. Um, Roz and I had dinner over there yesterday, mm-hmm. and um, we sat inside. They redid the Blue Ribbon Bakery. Uh, of course, they cleared off all the counters and everything, and right. fixed it up so it's the interior. Um, how many? How many? Restaurant. How many seats? I would say probably. Let me. There's benches across. Benches. Wow. Yeah, benches, uh, padded benches nice. on the uh, perimeter of the room. And I, what I really liked about that is the way they have the table set up, that if you have a small party, you can have an intimate um, breakfast, um, meal there. Or if you have a large party, you could put your tables together. So it's real versatile how it's how it's set up. And I would say maybe it sits 30, but I, I'd have to look at my pictures to okay. see how many people for okay, awesome. for sure. So, so an equal amount inside to the exterior, to the patio. And they have... Um, the doors are wide open. I'll, I'll, let's say that there's screen screen doors, glass doors that would separate the two. Mm-hmm. They're wide open, so the interior to the patio is just is just flow seamlessly nice. from one to the other. The only thing I, I noticed is that awning they built looks really really weird. There's there's the pathway between Emporium and Carnation Cafe, and just to the right of that, they built what appears to be an awning that would be normally coming off of a house, except it's freestanding. Mm. It, did you you didn't see that? You didn't see what I, I didn't, was talking I didn't about? Pay, okay. No, because I was looking. Um, okay, say so you're, you're fake, facing Carnation Cafe, and the left side of the cafe there, next to you know the, on the restroom side, mm-hmm. there's a there's a wall, and then an, an angled awning over. A row of tables. That is where it's. I mean, you know, like a, a, a metal sheeting. Is it to give it more shade? Or? Yeah, but it just—it's just like visually. It's distracting. just visually weird because it's—it's it's, should be attached to a wall. You know what I mean? Hmm. I don't know. It just there's. It seems like there's a lot of clutter in that area because they have that, and then they have a huge curved awning that's coming off the off the restaurant side. Off the building, the other side of the right. building. So it just seems like there's a lot of clutter, and then they've got the umbrellas. And how was the food? We thought the food was really good. Um, we got, we had the um, salad. It was a chicken, um, grilled chicken salad with eggs and pickled um, onions on top. That was good, and the chicken fried chicken, which was delicious. So that was supposed to be Walt's favorite, right? The chicken fried chicken, and I can see why. It came kind of like with a succotash and a roll with it. And before that, they have something new there. What's what's kind of neat about the Carnation Cafe is they've kept a lot of their signature um, meals, but they have some new things. They have fried dill pickles. Ooh. Yes. So I had I had heard Uh-oh. about them. I, I had heard about dill. them, and and I'm going to do a real quick little blog, and I'll I'll put these pictures up, and. Um, the, they were really good, <laughs> and it comes with a sauce that you can dip them in. They, Aren't they, though? Are they not absolutely wonderful? I, I didn't think they would be good because, you know, you're thinking fried, you know, they bread it, and then they fry it. And um, just the uh, the different flavors that burst in your mouth are really good. So, what yeah. Was that, I was wondering if they um, deep fried it in, with a batter or, or how mm-hmm. they – they deep fry it in a light batter, and then they serve it to you in a basket with a handle and some tissue, kind of like the what you think of when you think of, of the British fish and chips. 
how they serve those to you. It's kind of served like that on on a type of newspaper. I've so, never heard this before. That sounds really intriguing. It's a I actually thing. Read, I read about it on the Diz, and I thought, okay, i got to try it then, because this person re- was talking about how she really liked it. So Roz and I shared that in our meals. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Mary Jo. Let's move on across. Well, now let's move on and talk about the Voices of Liberty that's now playing at the Disney Opera House at, before Great Moments of Mr. Lincoln. I got to see that. Did anybody else see that? I actually saw it on uh, Friday and Saturday. And they they were playing inside, correct? Yes. Yes. They, be, before the, did you see them perform outside also? No, I didn't see them perform outside. We were inside. They they perform outside for, um, to kind of introduce themselves to everybody with okay. a couple of songs. Wow. Yeah, it was like maybe 10 minutes till. The only time they don't do it is at 4 p.m. because of the parade that's coming up. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. And then they they perform several songs before the Great Moments Mr. Lincoln show. Um, and I was talking, we were talking to one of the cast members there, not, not, not one of the singers, but one of the cast members at Great Moments. And she said that, you know, they, they had been performing all day and she has yet to see them do the exact same set of songs. That's what I found out. I went Friday mm-hmm. at the, at four o'clock and they did a certain set. Did you hear the Nifty 50 States I did hear song? that one, yes. That was so much fun. Yeah. They did that one, and the next day, I leaned back and, you know, expecting the same show, and they had a different repertoire of songs. Yep. Yeah. So Very cool. Which is great for our clientele at Disneyland, you know, the <laughs> annual pass holders that go every every other day, and they want to hear something <laughs> new. Well, did we talk much about who the Voices of Liberty were on I think our last we did. Show? I think not on our last show, but I think in the past we've, we've talked about okay. that. We did a rapid fire news segment or something about the Voices of Liberty that yes. okay. came from Epicot. Yeah. Well, if if anyone didn't catch that, Mary Jo will have a blog up on it at www.dismplug.com. Thank you, Nancy. You're welcome. No pressure on that, Mary Jo. Uh, it's already done. I just have to <laughs> upload it. So. That sounded like Little House on the Prairie. And, oh, like I'm sorry. Girls. Thank I'm you. S- sure. Uh, also, there's a, there's already a video up of Voices of Liberty. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put a link in the blog to that, Tom. Yeah, or or the video, or the actual video. Yeah, but the voices and the talents of the different singers. They have six women and six men, and how they blend together at times, and then how they stand out. It's not with six their, and six. It's four and four, isn't it? I had six and six. I'm looking at a picture of them right now. Don't make me get on my camera. Okay, you're probably right. I thought it was. They might have different numbers. Actually, no. I'm sorry. I thought, I thought it was. I'm waiting for just him to say you were right, Mary Jo. Okay, I'm, I'm just looking. As there were different periods of American history where we had the different. 13 colonies, the 48. <laughs> Tony, maybe they start One, two, off like three, with a smaller four, number five, in the morning six. and it just grows. You're right. I'm sorry. My apologies. I thought there was. Isn't there a different number? In, in I thought they announced it as a different number. No. Okay. I, would I, thought, lo- I, would was, like- I thought I thought it was eight. I I apologize, Mary Jo. I will be sending you churros. Churros. Yeah. Okay. Churros. Yes. All oh, right. No, let's send you a cheese filled Let's, let's move on before I get in any more trouble. How about the Matterhorn? <laughs> Did anybody get on the Matterhorn? I wanted I went to. Also, I went on that on Saturday. Yeah, I, I got to ride it Sunday. I don't know what's today. Today's. Uh, Today's, today's Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> today's Sunday. Okay, let's say Friday then. I wrote it on Friday. 
And, and? And it's exactly the same other than the cars are different. Oh, it's still okay. bumpy. It still rocks you around. But at least you get a little bit more back support. Well, and, there's there's and, a couple of different things about it, though, right, Mr. Bell? I wasn't paying that much of attention. I was just noticing no, the bumpy ride. To the oh, outside. Mr. Bell. Oh, uh, oh, I mean, yeah, they, they brightened up the the the, the pew. job. Yeah, but there's, in addition to that, single rider something, line. Single rider line, something new. That oh, they had yes. that before. Yeah, so we, we waited in the single rider line, and it was only maybe 20 minutes, where the, the regular ride was 60 minutes. So Yeah, we actually went in the single rider line Saturday morning. That was the first thing we did. Mm-hmm. And as we got up to the gate, it broke down. Oh, uh, no. So, so that was Friday morning, wasn't it? That was no, that was, sat- that was, for me, that was Saturday morning. Oh. Okay, I was with you on Friday morning for the exact same thing. Oh, <laughs> just so everybody knows, I was down there for ten days, so days ran together. <laughs> no, Nancy's absolutely correct. We were there Friday morning. She and I were together when all of this happened. So <laughs> we are right. all yeah, we were all running on on low batteries. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. So single rider line. Yes. Is the good news, and also the good news is they still say permanece sentados, por favor. Well, and, but one thing that I will say yeah, is because of, the, because of the single, um, the single seats where you don't sit in tandem, I think that taller people are going to have an issue trying to sit in there. Nancy, what do you say? Well, I didn't get to go back with you, but I think so too. Okay, before you say <laughs> so that, was, looking did you guys at the actually cars. sit, did you actually sit in the car? Yeah, I did. Okay, so does it have the thing for your feet? Like, because I just recently went on uh, Space Mountain here in Disney World, and how you've got the the feet can go under the seats. Yeah, you you can put. The is feet that on how the side. it is for Matterhorn? Yeah, that's no. Yes, you can no. put your feet on the, um, side of the seats. You put your feet up because when. Okay, that's I, I not was, what I mean. I was in the third seat, and there were like little footrests, basically, yeah. on left and right to put your feet on. But could you go beyond those footrests? No. Okay. Because that's where I'm thinking that the taller people and the very first seat does not have I think it has a shorter um okay. leg space than the than the back seats do. So but otherwise it was it's the ride is pretty similar. It I mean it didn't it didn't hurt as nor, as it would normally do, but it's still bumpy. It's not the seats aren't padded. Yeah, but it was still it was a very fun ride. But it's nice to have the Matterhorn back for those who love the Matterhorn. I like the Matterhorn. And on the side of the Matterhorn, they have mountain climbers. Yes, they had, and they had music playing. Those were so awesome to watch. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm good. I'm done. Um, One thing about the Matterhorn um, climbers, they go from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And whereas in the past they had Mickey and Goofy climb up, this time it's just the regular Matterhorn climbers that go up. Several, and they climb on both sides of the mountains. We saw them from Main Street, and later in the day we saw them from the Fantasyland side by Casey Jr. Oh, wow. There's three routes, right? Sure. I didn't know that. Maybe sure. so. Yeah, there's, there's three routes yeah. up the mountain. Cool. And they were climbing, they were climbing up and down the mountain all day. Mm-hmm. And then they took a break. I took a break to play basketball, and then they continued yeah. the journey. 
We we asked the cast member if that basketball was st- the hoop was still up there, and she said yes. Okay, nice. Yeah. It's one of those urban legends that's actually true. All right, that covers Disneyland. Let's head across the Esplanade and talk about some of the oh, these little new things that are going on at California Adventure, <laughs> like a crayon reopening. Yep. There, there were yeah. so many events and ceremonies last week. It's just, I don't know that we even can go through them all, but well, there's uh, there's video of most of them up on the side. Of, yeah, most of them. Dustin got a lot of that up. So go to the YouTube channel and and for those who it. listen to our show instead of the Orlando show and have never tried the Orlando show, Dustin is our video guy for yeah, the disc. He's our new video guy. All right, let's talk about. Um, the Pixar Play Parade. Did anybody get to see the Pixar Play Parade? I only no. saw part of it. It's old. It's, it's old news compared to everything but else. Fun. But, but fun. it's fun. They re-de- re- revamped uh, a couple of the floats, took out a float. What did they take out? They took out the Ratatouille float. Aww. Uh-huh. And they added Light Queen and they, Tomater. No, Lightning McQueen and Tomater have always been there. At the very end, Tomator has always been there. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's true. Lightning. Well, when I saw it the other day, when I saw it the first time, uh, McQueen was there, and when I saw it on Friday, McQueen wasn't there. So it depends on which one's making appearances in Cars Land. That could be too. Um, they added Violet to the uh, Incredibles float. Bad time. And, and they had and they had to move Jack Jack because he was too tall. Because they had, they had to lower the float to fit underneath the red car trolley line. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and it's now like the huge, a huge parade route because it goes all the way from the Tower of Terror down Hollywood Boulevard, around Carthay Circle, down next to Bugs Land between Bugs Land and, and the Blue Sky Cellar, then all the way down in front of Little Mermaid and in front of. Goofy in front of the the Pacific or the Paradise Garden area, and then out the door. So it's, then you shouldn't have a problem getting. This. You shouldn't have a problem seeing this parade. It's so funny that all the so many of those places that you just named, Tom, did not exist in 2001 when DCA first opened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how much has changed since since then. And we actually were able to get a spot maybe 15 minutes before on Friday. So yeah, it's of course everybody was in Cars Land, but um, Wayne, you want to talk a little bit about Mad Tea Party? Yeah, absolutely. Um, this this was fun. This is very different from both of the previous street parties. From the very first one, Glow, that we saw, which was just kind of like like an open bar everywhere. The outsourced Glow Fest. Yeah, exactly, Um, which wasn't bad for what it was. Um, This is very different from Electronica. Um, You don't have – don't base going to Mad Tea Party on whether you liked or didn't like Electronica. This is a whole new experience. I would describe this as a combination outdoor concert and specialty act performance. It really moves. There is two stages. The main stage is where the Alice and Mad Hatter and all the other band members play their regular concert. Lots of lights, 
very move uh, a very fast paced show. It moves a lot. Very energetic. Directly across from that is where the House of Cards stage is. And this is where all the novelty acts start getting performed. And do they have some strange ones? Boy, goodness. I mean, I like Laser Man. Everyone knows this. They have this thing. Ooh. It, it, it has an interesting name. The name of this act is Who Are You? Possibly the most unique name I've ever heard of, but that goes along with how strange this act is. Picture a giant slinky. And I know that's a trademark, but picture a multicolor, day-glow, rainbow-colored slinky. And this character comes waddling up on stage and proceeds to contort themselves into all of these bizarre slinky shapes. It's a four-legged slinky. It. Say that again? It, we, it, it's important to point this out that this it's not just a regular slinky. It is a four-legged slinky. It is a four... It, it, which is important. It's kind of like a slinky X. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and at times you wonder, well, is it two, is it three, is it four, is it six? What exactly am I looking at here? The 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 performance goes on for several minutes, and afterwards you just can't help say to yourself, I need a what drink. was that? <laughs> <laughs> I especially like it when it rump shakes. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I said I said when I did a little write up on this a week ago, if nothing else, this is a good reason to pay a stop to the mad tea party just to see this one act. Oh yeah. But but there are other very good acts that are roaming around as well. Um I have I have forgotten the name of the little dance troupe that also performs on that stage. Um there's something deck in town the hottest deck in town they're very good they yes, they, they disney has no problem finding talent for these kind of shows and it's nice that this this entire street party it, it wasn't just thrown together this is this is not just a well i think we'll get some dancers and we'll get some musicians and we'll just sort of let them go this this really is well organized with a lot of thought behind it and it's it's very entertaining. There are some walk around characters. There are a whole bunch of just stuff to look at. It it, it was fun. It it, it 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 you go in there and you just sort of go there's so much here where do I start? And the screens that project the different images are also um, a lot of fun for behind the main stage in the uh, House of Cards. The the whole lighting system it, it they they just went up a notch again. I thought Electronica was pretty over the top, and now Tea Party is is once again even more. Hey Wayne, I I kind of I, I was wanting this to be a good party. I kind of was reserved about it and was wondering, are they going to be able to pull this off? 
The music selection in the concert is wonderful. I can only describe it as a blend between from 80s to modern day. Yeah. I, I would say it's um, such a such an eclectic mix. Plus, there are some modern dance versions of some favorite Disney songs, too, which is kind of interesting. I like how and, they put the mix in for those songs. Oh, my God, yeah. And, and tell us about Alice, Wayne. Oh, well, and, and the costumes, my goodness. And it, uh, it, it would be hard, if you were having a costume contest, it would be hard to pick a winner, but Alice is outrageous. I, I don't know whether to describe her as, as Cindy Lauper mm. or Deborah Harry from the group Blondie oh. or <laughs> this is certainly not the sweet, innocent little girl who fell into Wonderland down the rabbit hole. <laughs> She's definitely grown up and is just captivating, and what a voice. My goodness, what a voice. This this one really can belt out a ten. I would go just to hear the concert because the talent uh, is extraordinary. Is extra- well, well said, Nancy. I have a question. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken... Electronica started to promote the movie, correct? Mm-hmm. Be- before the movie. This, the movie's done. Any yeah. uh, any concerns that... I mean, I know you're saying this is such a great that great show and everything, but it's just interesting how Electronica stayed around because people wanted it to stay around even though it started with the purpose of promoting the movie. Here, the movie's been out of theaters for a while. Well, and I think Electronica also started because... Glowfest was such a great success, but it was outsourced, and Disney wanted to do their own thing. Yeah. And so Tron was coming out, and they they just used that as a as an excuse to take over the party. Okay. Do you Disneyland think- Disneyland has always had Disney After Dark. It's yeah. it's had the fireworks and Fantasmic and the square dancers, and the parades, and there's there's a plethora of things that go on at nighttime, different from daytime, that makes Disneyland special at night. California Adventure was lacking that. In fact, this is, this is actually something that's kind of unique to the Disneyland Resort, is this transformation that happens after dark at both of these parks. And I think California Adventure lucked into this idea of the, the nighttime street party. I'll agree well, with you, Tony, that this, this mad tea party isn't promoting something, which will be interesting to see if this continues, if it goes back to that format. But at this point, I think it's more trying to capitalize on a very successful franchise venue. Yeah. Okay. There's always been a cult following for Alice, and I think this really turns it up a notch as far as acknowledging that cult following. And I'm a member of that club. Yeah. All right, so be sure you wear your you have your hat on, your smile on, and you know the password to get into the Mad Tea Party. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Buena Vista Street and Carthay Circle. Let's talk about some of the new shows that they have out there. Five and Dime. Who got a chance to oh, see man. Five and Dime? Aren't they awesome? Awesome. Awesome. I think I think with all of the street entertainment now, it's going to be 
um, yet another chance not to disappoint. Uh, you know, they've always had such really great singers throughout the parks, mm-hmm. and I think that this is another opportunity for them to really showcase. And the, the premise of Five and Dime is that it's a, a, a group of five guys, five musicians, and a, a female singer that have driven from Chicago in their old jalopy down to Hollywood to try to make it big. And like like we said, they, they're they're just fabulous. They they bring the audience. They get some audience participation in. They get a little participation from Goofy. Yet again, one of my favorite singers throughout the resort is being utilized in this show. I just I absolutely adore her. I think her voice is amazing. Last time we saw her was in um, Minnie's Fly Girls. Oh, that's the one that you pointed out to me then. Yeah, the the tall African American woman with the big yeah. smile. She has the most amazing voice I think I've ever heard at the Disneyland Resort. And we were, I was talking with, during the Round Robin interviews, we were talking with Ellen Brun, uh, Brun, Brun, anyway, the creative director of entertainment for the resort. And he was saying, talking about the, the goofy interaction with, with the show and that they want to start doing more of that where, you know, the show's happening and Goofy's out meeting meeting guests on, you know, taking pictures with guests. And here's the music and just comes and joins the show. Oh, how fun. They're, That's they're awesome. trying to do more meet and play type stuff. He also referred to the new um, Princess Fantasy Fair that's coming to the Coronation Plaza Gardens. And that it's going to be more of that kind of meet and play kind of interaction. Uh, the, they're going to start out with Rapunzel and with Belle. Oh, fun! Are the, are the first two princesses that that will that are that they'll they'll be doing at the Carnegie Plaza Gardens uh, Princess Fantasy Fair? Good choices. Yeah, definitely. Well, especially since the village is supposed to be reminiscent of their right, villages. Exactly, exactly. So then the other show is called the Red Car Newsboys and the Token Girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that just well, struck yeah. me funny. Uh, um, <laughs> And that that's a excellent show. Also, that they 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 bring the they bring the red car down Hollywood Boulevard, singing the whole way. California, here I come! And they get to Carthay Circle and they they perform their show. I love this show. Yeah, such a good show. <laughs> the talent they've got. I mean, I hate to keep bringing that up, but the talent they've got in the people who are doing this, and just the mix of the creative team that puts these together, just the mix of songs they're using, they're they're using standard 1920s, 1930s standards mixed in with, say, Newsies and, right. you know, the Token Newsies song and yeah, stuff like that. And what's I was wonderful... Surpri- actually, was, I was surprised to hear the Token Newsies song. <laughs> I wasn't. Especially since they sang it to Mickey, I mean... Yeah. yeah. But I thought that was so cool, and, and the energy... That they had oh in, goodness, in yeah. their performances just was just amazing. It, it, it was very engaging. You can't help but smile and feel good. And I saw people bouncing up and down, listening to them um, perform or watching them rather perform. Tom, did they? Did you note if they had any other performance areas other than in front of the Carthay? The only time I saw it was during the, on on the fourteenth when it premiered. I didn't see it other than okay. other than then. I saw it several times in front of the Carthay, and we could actually hear it when we were having lunch inside right, yeah, the Carthay, yeah. which was kind of a nice extra little. Uh-huh. Um, oh, that's right. 
Yeah, so, and what, uh, go ahead, Nancy. No, no, go ahead. I was saying, and the way they um, amplify the music, the, it comes out of the speakers in the fountain, so yeah. you're surrounded. It's not just yeah. where they're singing. So the technology is also um, really well done. That's kind of a nice story, too. Yeah. All the- oh, and go ahead. Go ahead, Mary jo. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, and speaking of, of the you know the newsboys, let's not forget it, um, to remind people about picking up a copy of the newspaper. The Buena Vista Bugle? Yes, the Buena Vista Bugle, which is put out daily near the front of the park, I believe. Is this something different? Is it, is it different every day, Nancy? Do you know? I don't know. I only got one copy, and that was the opening day copy, which we have a couple others. One of those is going to go into our podcast cruise silent auction. Yeah, oh, I, very nice. Ask it. Yep. So we've got all kinds of good goodies for that. So if anybody, any of our Disneyland fans are on the uh, are on the podcast cruise with us. Including a set of Glow with the Show ears. <gasps> which we're going to talk oh. about later. <laughs> Those are right. Awesome. Tease, tease, tease. Yeah. Yes. So, so yeah. So I mean, there, it's it's little things like that. Remember, Disneyland had a newspaper when it first opened. Well, and and did you read that? Did you actually read the newspaper, Nancy? Yes, I did. It was the, fun. Inside, there's an article by Marty Sklar. Oh, I'm so glad I picked one up. I have to read it now. Because and was, he he was one of the first, wasn't he? One of the the involved. first newsboys. Yeah. 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 He was involved or involved with the newspaper anyway. Yes. He actually, didn't he write it? Yeah. He was he was yeah. like the guy that started the newspaper. I was going to say, I have one in front of me, and it's absolutely adorable. It's all in old font, and it doesn't seem to rub off on you either. Um, <laughs> well, don't. The newspaper is so fun because it talks about all the different attractions. There's even wedding announcements. Yeah. It's really cute. Paradise Pier, Mary's Farmer Mermaid, an elaborate ceremony. Nice. Did anybody actually get to ride the red car trolley? I got no. on it, but I didn't get to ride it. It was really busy, and they weren't letting people stand. So they're not utilizing yeah. as much space. There, there is a the, – Dustin did a video, so there's a there's a ride-through video of the red car trolley, but I didn't get to ride it either. So I got a unique experience. Uh-oh. A unique, I was, a unique good experience? On the red car trolley, I I was talking to one of the conductors, Uh and I got an introductory lesson on how to operate it. Very nice. Yay. Pretty cool, actually, the way uh, they've reproduced the actual mechanism really nicely. Considering it's not electric, huh? (laughs) Well, it is. I mean, considering it's not, yeah, okay. Sorry, magic spoiler, my bad. Yeah. But it, 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 it is still electric, the electric and the yeah, wire does serve a function. <laughs> okay. And and the number of the trolley has a significance also. Well, what, what function does the wire serve? It's a safety thing. Okay. If, if the trolley system detects that the Pull. cable guide has uh-huh. separated from the from the wire okay it'll it'll ease stop the ride wow. it'll, it'll put the car in a hard nice. stop because nice. that that indicates that something else has probably gone wrong huh interesting good to know all right yeah speaking of Carthay and the circle and the red car news boys 
we should probably talk a little bit about the Carthay Circle restaurant. You think? Yeah, well, let's not do a full food review, but let's talk a little bit about it. Um, yeah. We've got a, a lounge downstairs with a tapas-style menu. Yeah, and, and sushi rolls, the first place in the park since Yamabuki closed. That you you I'm so glad sushi. to hear this. And awesome. A, and a bar. And then mm-hmm. we have the beautiful dining room with the patios upstairs and a full menu there also. Yep. Dif- different from the downstairs menu, completely different. Yep. And I think, what, three of us have, have eaten there? Yeah, three of us. Yeah. And I had I had the halibut, which was really nice. What did you guys I end up having? Mary Jo and I split the grape leaves, okay. the... Um, the Up beef salad. salad. You, you did lunch, so you had a different menu. That's yeah. Right. We, okay. We had lunch. I also had dinner there. Oh. <laughs> she was a glutton for yeah. gluttony. But we're compensating <laughs> a little. Okay. So we pretty much tried about half of the menu because we had a party of seven. Nice. Six. Six. Oh, yeah. Do the math. Do the math. <laughs> you know, Mary Jo's yeah, always right. We tasted each other's food and stuff, so that was really yep. good. We didn't do desserts. But that's okay. And but, little, but I want to give it. I had the I had the up. I had the lemon dessert with blueberries. Wait, Nancy, like, we did have the dessert. Oh yeah, we did do have desserts. Hey, okay, okay, but never Tom, you you go. You had the lemon with the blueberries. How was that? Oh, it was awesome. I almost couldn't finish the second one. Okay, you guys realize that's a huge thing. Tom said something that he ate was awesome. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> usually he's like, eh, you know, it could have oh, been lemon, lemon, uh, lemon, and blueberries. Oh yeah. And Corey, does, you- Corey doesn't eat sweets, so he's like pushes his away, and so I grabbed it, but oh I, I could I couldn't get through the, the second one. But what did you? What sure. was your entree? I had no. I, I had the halibut. Yeah, that looked that good. Said that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that um, was on our lunch. The, menu the only thing with it, the 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 only criticism I had is there wasn't like a side to it, and I don't know that there were sides on the menu. It said it came with you know like mushrooms and vegetables and stuff like that, but there are maybe half a dozen pieces of stuff in there and not really anything substantial other than that's, this big, huge piece of halibut. That's how my dinner was. I had the ribeye, uh-huh. and it was the meat, there was too much meat. I could I only ate half of the meat because it was so much, and it was with mushrooms. It was absolutely delicious, but I would have liked a smaller piece of meat and some vegetables. Now was, was there, well, was there a, a menu of sides? Not that I saw, and we okay. and, you know, if there were... I would have expected that the um, waitress would have asked us if we wanted any sides with it, which is typically what happens when you go to a steakhouse, etc. Right. Yeah. But um, I was, I was when it when it came, I was really surprised to just see this big, this big steak of, this big hunk of meat well, on there. Well, and I mean, that's, that's what, what happens at the high, Napa, though. That's what a lot of high-end restaurants. Well, do yeah, now, but usually they but do, but they do have they, the sides. Yes, they yeah, do. We remember. Sort of. One other thing we've discussed that I know we go back and forth on, it just opened. Let's see what happens when we go back in a few weeks once they've they, knocked, knocked out all the, the Well, cakes. and they did tell us that they're sticking with what's on the written menu for now. There's no specials right now until they get everything going. Speaking, and, speaking of ironing out things, I went to get a copy of the kids' menu because people on the boards are asking for the kids' menu. And so they had it at, at the the at the the check-in desk. So I grabbed a copy and took a picture real quick. And then I noticed that there were no prices on the kids' menu. Hmm. 
And I will, I'm like, well, do you, do you know what the prices are? It's like, oh, nobody's actually asked. And this, of course, was on the on the fifteenth, I think. So, yeah, it was. There was the first day. So she asked, like, one of the one of the managers, and managers like, oh. So the man the manager's like, well, let me go check. So she goes upstairs, and doesn't come back, and doesn't come back, and doesn't come back. Finally, she comes back, and she's like. Um, they range from eight to thirteen dollars. Like, I gotta have more details than that. <laughs> you don't know the dizzers. So she's like, well, and she had what she went up, what what she ended up doing is going up and ringing up each of the items. Wow. And print out the receipt so that she would know what the prices were. Oh wow. And she's like, well, I can't give you this. I'm like, I don't need to give you. Just let me type it or something. You just read. But what's really interesting is Chef Sutton's created some interesting items for the kids there's no pizza there's no chicken fingers cool what's you can, andrew got you can have orchetta pasta with tomato sauce cheese sauce or simply buttered or, or a yeah that's what i meant okay. you can have sloppy joes with house-made coleslaw and fruit you mean sloppy joes i'm just kidding <laughs> you can have mini crispy chicken tacos with black beans oh. rice and grated cheese or you can have a grilled petite filet of beef with broccoli and crispy macaroni and cheese. Or you can have today's catch of the day for, with smashed potatoes and broccoli. Cool. Yeah. Like I said, those are 8 to $13. The pasta is 8 the beef and fish are 13 and the sloppy joes and tacos are He's somewhere. trying to keep people from dumbing down their kids' so, meals. Yeah. And what, uh, what I heard, what they also said was there's a separate kids' menu for the, for the lounge. Okay. But they don't have it printed yet. <laughs> but again, well, inter- that goes back to the idea of waiting until they work out the kinks before we do it full. full I've heard that somewhere before. Well, you know, and, and interestingly enough, um, when Corey and I got um, a sushi roll that afternoon after Mary Jo left us, Corey must have been the first person to ask for chopsticks. Oh, yeah, he told me about that. <laughs> they gave me because they had to roll. dig around and find some in the stock room. <laughs> Seriously? Oh, yeah. yeah. Sushi with no yeah. no chopsticks. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's well, funny. Think, okay, well, let's think, too, also. Now I'm here. I'm, um, how long, so how long had it been open? Just that day. <laughs> like okay, four hours, that, but three okay. hours by that point, maybe four. Okay, so he probably was the first person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but we I mean, saw a number of sushi rolls out in the lounge. <laughs> well, I, I, I want to add that this is a high-end restaurant, and the service equals... The, the type of restaurant that you're yeah. that you're in, yeah. our service was phenomenal, in my opinion. Would you, say, would you say it's higher as high end as Napa Rose, A little bit lower, like Steakhouse would be five high end. Like if you're going to rank, my son loves to ask. I I, I wouldn't rank it with Napa Rose only because it doesn't have a chef's counter and it has okay. lunch. I'm sorry. Uh, and the fact that uh, the Napa is a dinner only rest and a dinner only. Um, eatery as opposed to this place, which is open kind of all day. So uh, not based on the food, but based on the menu, even though we haven't eaten everything, and the service and the price, would you put it a step below Napa Rose as number two? Because it's in a theme park, maybe? Yeah, and that would be the only reason. I would do a minor step below Napa Rose. The the architecture inside the I was laughing at myself because in the center of the room, did you guys see the mural? The out yeah. of Snow White. 
absolutely yeah. beautiful on the, on the ceiling. And I was looking at it, and I was thinking, they have a lot of Snow White references in this place. <laughs> <laughs> then I started laughing, and the cast members saw me laughing when I told Christy um, why I was laughing. The cast member just started cracking up, and she goes, I'm sorry, that's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> but but it was but the rooms the little individual um privacy rooms to eat in as well yep. as the dining rooms off to the side the one in the center it's so well laid out you can't help but feel special as soon as you enter into that restaurant very, very much so right yeah i would agree uh, totally okay now then, as someone as a pass holder and as a lot of people are pass holders i know Napa Rose i dress nice because i'm going to Napa Rose is this a place where, for so far, I know it's not a full review, but based on what you saw, I'm in the theme park, so can I have my car's ears and go yes, on in, yes, or should yes. I? You're okay. in a theme park. Okay. Yeah. Oh, You're in a theme park. They don't expect anything else, and they're going to give you great service no matter who, what, how, or why. Right. And let's talk about, go back to talking about um, those private rooms and stuff and also how um, – how do I want to put this? It would be a great place to have a date night. It would be a great place to have an intimate dinner with friends. Um, say you've got family that's you know meeting each other for the first time or maybe you haven't seen each other in a long time. That would be a great place. There's – there's ideally lots of places where you can put multiple parties of multiple sizes. They could shut off that whole little room that um, we were in by the north balcony if they wanted to for like this, a like, family they call dinner. It the su- sunroom or something, right? Yeah, the sunroom. Yeah, that's, that's where we were in for the round robin. Yeah, it's really nice. It's it's just wonderful. It'd be, um, wed- it'd be great for wedding receptions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm and sure very low priced. I'm sure it would not cost. <laughs> well, one of the nice uh, little tidbits tea. that I found out from one of the um, one of the folks that was in charge was that if you call them and mention that you are planning a proposal or such like that. They have um, some a special couple tables. They decided that they were going to have a couple special sets of tables up on the north balcony and encourage you to um, set your time so that they could do a whole proposal thing right at fireworks. Aww. Because that north balcony has um, has a beautiful view of the Disneyland fireworks. Very nice. So so yeah, isn't that kind of cool? Mm-hmm. And also, you can request, when you make your reservations, you can request inside or outside, or even if you want a specific room, like the, like the sunroom or the Hollywood room or, or wherever, they will try and best accommodate you as they can. But don't hesitate to put in a request if there's a specific place you want to sit. Alright. I, I do, I do want to add that for lunch, we did get the, uh, World of Color priority, uh, viewing for the nine o'clock show and then for dinner you can request the nine o'clock show um until they run out and then they give you the ten fifteen show for at lunch you can request either one but they normally just give you the nine o'clock show for that one and if you do not order an entree and um either appetizer or dessert you won't get a ticket so for dinner we had uh, the four of us, and we had three appetizers, so we only got three tickets. Oops. So that's something. 
Well, which was all right because, and here's another thing: the the our friends that were there, Christine Daniel, that were there earlier, they had lunch. They did not get their World of Color tickets. They showed them the receipts, and they gave them the World of Color tickets. Nice. So yeah, now, do so you that, have, I thought do that you was have really to, nice. Do you have to book in in advance as if as World of Color, or are you just any reservation? No. Any reservation, if you meet that criteria, they will give you tickets. That is really so interesting I, to know. Yeah, and the the um, the viewing area where we stood for it was the to me the if you're going to get reserve viewing, uh-huh. that would be the best. Yeah, um, that's center right in the where that's right in the center. The yeah, I had never are. I had never watched it from there before, yeah. so yeah. really, really liked it. All right, and we we should have a full review of Carthay Circle in a future sh- Circle Restaurant in a future show. Did I tell you guys I went to, into 1901? No, what was it like? Yeah, lucky. After after the after the wine tasting dinner, um, we stumbled at, accidentally. We stumbled. No, no, no. They said stupor. they said afterwards you can you're welcome to go into and take a look. In 1901, and of course, at the door they say, "Put away your cameras, no photos, please." Oh, darn it! Like I know, but it's it's a, it's fairly small because it's just a lounge. Um, there's lots of black and white photos of Walt all over. There is some what do they call it on the cruise ship? Enchanted art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enchanted there's art. A, yeah. There's a few of those in there. We didn't get to see any of that. Um, they have. I would call it an eclectic mix of furniture, mismatched things like that. You know, like a leather leather chair with a stone table, and you know, just weird weird stuff like that. The bar's kind of cool. They have a, a set of pictures of like sketches, like you'd see at what's that? The one Hollywood restaurant that has the sketches. The Brown Derby. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but it's a sketch of the uh, nine sketches of the nine old men. Very nice. And then they have four bar stools in like white leather. They look like director's chairs, but they're tall bar stools with the director's chair back. And across the back, the first one says Ub. It says Roy. Oh, nice. Walt and Lillian. So I, I, I was tempted to sit in Walt's chair, but I, I, <laughs> I fought the urge. And, and of course, the bartender was showing us. I, I think you in your drink. Nancy, that you posted, that you were talking about the sphere. Oh my device. God, that's so cool! Yeah, the I saw the, the implement that they the do. The bartender that showed us how to do that, where they take a block of ice and turn it into a sphere of ice. And they're quick, beautiful, clear. We, did, we didn't get to drink. Yeah. Though. Quick, quick shout out to our friend Flynn Ryder who had lunch with us and is, is the one that ordered what a cosmopolitan. It was the no, actually, it was the Carthay Manhattan. Thank you. I don't know those drinks where they put this sphere in. They were kind of explaining how they did it. Did they? Did they show you how they did the sphere? Yeah, they did. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't no. get a chance to actually watch it, but I saw the implement. It's it's just it's a big uh, cylindrical thing, and they put the the ice on it, drop, set the top on, and just leave it. And as it melts, the thing lowers and lowers and lowers, and finally it yeah, they don't have to do anything. They just set it and forget it. It's a pressure. Well, it's a pressure thing, yeah. Nice. All right. Did it, did we miss anything in Buena Vista Street? That's in Starbucks. Yes. Yeah. Well, Come we, on, we kind of no, we kind of talked about that last show, didn't we? Well, I just wanted to add that people can. We've been getting a lot of questions okay. on the Disneyland board and the podcast boards asking if people can use their Starbucks cards. 
So I specifically went over there with a mission, and I asked <laughs> them if they could use Starbucks cards. And um, yes, people can use Starbucks cards. Yes, they'll get star points, um, but the gold cards won't get the um, the freebie shots of whatever they get. I don't have a gold card, so I don't know. But whatever it is you get at normal Starbucks with a gold card, you don't get those extras at at the uh, oh, okay. Fiddler, Pipe, Fiddler, Pfeiffer, and yeah. Practical Cafe. Don't you love answering questions on the boards? Okay. I, when I know the answers, I do. The, the other day, the other day, there was an argument about parking about parking at the hotels. So, and I, I'm I'm sitting in the in the I'm sitting in the oh, Dis- that's right. I'm sitting in the Disneyland hotel. And I'm like, I'm going to solve this now. I go. I posted. Okay, I'm going to go check. I'll be right back. I go down to the the valet, take a picture, post it. Go over to the Paradise Pier at the valet, take a picture, post it. Go over to the Grand, take a picture, all post it. Hotels. All three hotels and post them all, and they are all the same price. The Diz has it right. Done. Okay, and I solved the mystery and then settled the argument. And nobody posted pretty- after. Nobody posted after that though. Nobody ever said congratulations. You were right or anything. So. I thought one person. <laughs> one person kind of- said. They, they were amazed that you they, actually. They, yeah, I was actually there doing it. Like, I was, I was like, I, w- I, don't, I wasn't doing anything. There was nothing going on that day. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take half an hour and do this just for fun. That was funny. Let's okay. Uh, so we got Starbucks. We've got Clarabelle's, and I think we've talked about all of that. We've talked about the shopping, and we've talked about Red Car Trolley. That is, and the did you see the statue? Isn't it awesome? It yes. is awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to see it live. One of the cool things um, Corey was showing us, he, you know, with these fantastic cameras that these guys have, he took a close-up of, um, you know, they have like luggage tags on the, nice. on the trunk. Nice. And the level of detail, he mm-hmm. blew up the picture so we could right. read it. And we were trying to figure out, you know, it said from to, and it was the set, it was the uh, railroad. The level of detail, even even for that, is amazing. Yep. Excellent. Let's before we go to Cars Land. Let's talk about the updates to World of Color. <laughs> oh, so Nancy and I were at the what were they calling it? The Buena, Celebrate Buena Vista Street and Mad Tea Party. Mad Tea Party event, yeah. And they had a World of Color with the new what we we, we assumed was the new Brave section at mm-hmm. nine forty five. And come 9 o'clock, 9.15, we're like, okay, we've had a few complimentary beverages and some desserts and some food. Do yep. we need to stay for World of Color? Uh, we're like, okay. We're, you know, they were closing everything down. We couldn't get any more drinks. So we headed over to World of Color. We get halfway there, and we see well, flash. Oh, it- you got to go for the whole story. Corey's down on on the ground taking pictures the car, uh, down, all the way down Route 66 because <laughs> it was the first time any of us had seen it without all the media crap right. in front yeah, of was, any of the buildings. Was, yeah, was, and and so Tom's like, Arr. and all of a sudden I look <laughs> and I see these leaders walking by us, and I look up the street, and all of a sudden I see more lit years. And they were kind of flickering, 
and I turned to Tom and I, I uttered an expletive and grabbed his shoulder and said, we're getting the glow ears. To which Tom almost peed on himself. We had Just yanked a Corey bit. off the ground. We had to call Dustin back from the hotel. He was at the hotel editing more video for you guys. And we're like, get your behind down here now. <laughs> And we got an excellent spot for it. We, we got and a, what you know what I I I think I liked we, where we were because we could, could see we could see all the, of we, the glow. we couldn't see the show much, but we could see all the ears, which we was important. Yeah, but <laughs> including oh the gal in front of us whose ears were on the wrong switch. Yeah, she was on she was on the wrong frequency or something. But yeah. oh my god, make okay. sure make Be sure there's a video right. Can you explain? What you're talking about with the glow ears, for those these, of us that these, don't know, these even new, though I do know. These new Mickey Mouse ears with glow, the, the ears glow, normally they'll just flash random patterns, but when you go to World of Color, they will flash with the show or light up with the show. So everybody's ears were, were flashing, the music started, everybody's ears went dark. Yep. And then... You know, they, then they started sparkling with the with the lasers, and you know, every everybody's would glow blue, or everybody's would glow red, or, or every thirtieth one would, would glow gold, while or, everybody else's are green. Or you know, one ear would be orange, other ear would be red, or they can even control it by section, mm-hmm. like during the. Um, just around the river bend section where you got the river coming down, the center of the audience was blue. Yep. And it's just, you've got to make sure, it doesn't really matter if you have them on your head, but make sure everybody else around you has them on your their heads so that you can see this, this technology. The effect was amazing, and actually they work on Luigi's flying tires, and they also work in Radiator Springs Racers. That's so cool. Uh, Radiator Springs Racers, are you sure? She told me Radiator Springs Racers. Okay, I thought I thought it was Mater's and and I thought it was Mater's too because it didn't make sense that they would work they would, on especially with the off, way they yeah. fit on your head. Yeah, no. Um, and they also work, they also work in flows. I heard it a cast member t- a cast member told me that they're also going to work with the fireworks and yeah. that they will be shut off that they automatically shut off in Haunted Mansion. Neat. And they uh, and and a, uh, they also said oh, Mad Tea and Party. Fantasmic. And Mad Tea Party. And Mad, Mad Tea Party. That's right. And Mad so tea. now every wannabe entertainer can put on their resume that they are they were a cast member for Mad Tea Party or right, exactly. World of Color. Because yeah. you just wear the hat and you're officially part of the show. They're yeah. having annual pass holder previews while we're on the cruise. I think what June twenty eighth and twenty ninth and thirtieth. Yes. yes, and they're already sold out. But I, we were at the. They were well, selling the, them on the fifteenth. No, no, I'm sorry. No, well, but they're gone. People on the Diz, they were trying to get the tickets in. There's no, no more no, availability no, no, no. in the park. They were selling them already. No, the AP previews AP, are gone. The ability right. to go to the AP preview. Correct, but you can still buy them. Buy them yes. yourself. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, the annual pass preview is going to allow people. I don't know if they're going to give it to them or yeah, sell it to them. No, but get, the the annual pass preview was supposed to be complimentary years. Okay, 
I think that's going to make a huge difference. I was there when I was there on Friday night and Saturday night. You guys had the benefit of seeing everybody surrounding yeah. you yeah. with the ears. And there's that video that shows it, right? So it's pretty spectacular. Mm-hmm. When I was there, there was a couple of ears here, a couple of ears there. So we didn't get that same effect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think after the annual pass preview, when more people have the ears and everybody sees the cool effects yeah. in these different areas of the parks, yeah. they're going to be such a hit. They're uh, twenty three dollars, I believe. They're twenty three twenty with tax. It's twenty five even, so that if, oh, you, if you get them from a, a outdoor vending cart or something like that, that's it's flat twenty five. Good to know. Which is yeah, which is good to know. Yeah, I, but, I, was, um, I was yeah, we had the the round robin, and we were talking to the merchandise people about all the fabulous merchandise in, in Buena Vista Street and Radiator Springs, you know, all the theme merchandise. And so then I saw her again at the the Animation Academy or the Animation Building on the 15th when they had the, the, the special merchandise there. And so I was telling her how we almost blew off the world of color. And she's like, we were biting our tongues not you know, trying not to tell you guys that this was going to happen so that, you know, that it would be a surprise. What a nice surprise. Yes, it was. It was an awesome surprise. So check it out next time you are. And check out our video on our YouTube channel. It's yep, the Diz Unplugged. Yeah. No, no, it's not. It's WDW Info. Oh, that's right. It is W. Yeah, it's WDW Info. There will be a link in the show notes, though, right? So people can there will be easily now. get to it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and we should definitely make a note of, you know, to check out all the other great videos. Dustin's work really, really hard for us to get those up. Yeah. And I know we posted links to a bunch of them on our Facebook page, the Diz. You know, definitely join our Facebook at the Diz or the Diz Unplugged fan group. Both it's of those. Also the, can, hmm? It's also in the Disneyland board in our super thread. Yes, definitely. And there's also a email um, thing that's happening now where you can subscribe, subscribe, and you get email updates every day of it, anything that's going up on the blog or on the on the boards. So yeah, so it's too. a great way to kind of keep in touch with us, yeah. keep in touch with what's going on. Of course, you can always email us at dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com with questions or anything. Let's talk about oh Carsland. Uh, let's first talk about please. Yeah, I know. Did anybody see any of the what they call streetmosphere type things? DJ or Red the Fire Truck? Oh yeah, you know Red, Red the Firework. He he now drives and parks in front of the um, Stanley. Okay. He, oh, he, that's he, a better for him. Yeah, he he um, he drove down there. Um, blowing his siren the whole time and he backed up into there so people could take their pictures with him and he squirted water at people. Nice, Great fun. Nice. Did anybody see DJ? I saw the DJ. Okay. Mary Jo was everywhere. What, what, kind, what kind of entertainment was with DJ? Dancing girls and you had Dancing. somebody with a... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, notes woke me up. That's a lot. <laughs> what, what kind of costumes did they have? Yeah. Um, they had like... 50s. Were they like the waitresses? Or were they like yellow and red and black? No, or? They were more like the waitresses and they were kind of sporty. They were, And they had like travelers because it's like they're right, they're driving down Route 66. Okay. Because so, we, we, we saw a lot of weird entertainment on the, like during the party night. So I was just trying to, because they had like, what would, like a female 
singing group of the 50s or 60s dressed in waitress outfits singing with DJ that night. So I was just trying to compare and see if that was the real entertainment or if it was something else. Did I just, I, like, miss all of this stuff? He, I, I don't you, well, remember you said, seeing you, any of that. Weren't you in line for an hour and a half on Raider Springs Racers or something? Oh, yeah, I guess I kind of was. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, on Friday I didn't see any of this entertainment. On Saturday it was kind of a different feel. Um, yeah. Friday was wall-to-wall people in yeah. Cars Land. Yeah. You know, Saturday it was um, – there were still a, a ton of people in there, but it was more – um, there was more activity going on, like a normal, like the normal day. In fact, uh, one of the cool things there is we were, as we were walking down Route 66, John Lasseter walked. Name dropper. Okay, sorry. He almost brushed my shoulder. I was like, oh, John, you know, but you oh, know, we left. Le- going, going back to the world of color, as we're waiting for Corey to come back, Mr. Caligridis walks by with his ears on, and then Mr. Lasseter and and his lovely wife Nancy walk by. She doesn't have her ears on. John does, and I give him a big thumbs up, and I said, you look good in the hat, John. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, did. since we're since I, we're name-dropping, Tom Seggs <laughs> talked to me yeah. in, the, in the Carthay when we were having really? lunch, and then George waved at me. He's such a nice guy. <laughs> Nancy was like, love you, babe. Love but, you, babe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, um, I said that to Andrew. <laughs> Well, and I, I got to talk to Tom Staggs a little bit on the red carpet, and hopefully some of that interview goes up. But okay. I, I, I passed on to him what I think I said on the last podcast, how proud the cast members are to of, of California Adventure. To be part of this. To be part of this. How, how happy they are and how proud they are of their park. Well, I was going to wait till later, but I, I'll just say – I was kind of, you know, we were. I was at Disneyland um, yesterday, and then I was at California Adventure, and it struck me the difference. When I go into Disneyland, I'm enjoying the show. I go on Main Street, and I see, you know, the Americana, how it was, and the different lands. When I go into California Adventure now, I'm part of the show. I'm immersed in that whole spirit on Buena Vista Street, you know, with the car- with Donna and her her fluffy dog and. The uh, crazy photographer, world traveler, and the other characters that come up and interact with you—I feel like I'm part of Buena Vista Street. Let, when I'm in Carsland, I feel like I've been put in the movie. Let me let me put it this way: but the difference between Main Street and Buena Vista Street. This is this is how it is in my mind. When uh, Main Street, we know it's Marceline, whatever. But for us, the the. We know walk, Walt walked there. We know the history. We know he was there. He was part of this park. Moving over to Buena Vista Street, we're so immersed in that. It's it, The difference for me is that we know Walt didn't walk there, but, but with, with Buena Vista Street and with Carthay Circle Restaurant, Walt could walk, walk in at any time and be perfectly mm-hmm. Perfectly at happy at home there. And that's just the feeling I get in Buena Vista Street and in the Carthay Circle area. Sorry. Aww. That, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sensitive that way. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of sensitive, let's talk about dusk in Radiator Springs. The On the, on the 9th, we, Dustin and I went to the... The, the evening AP preview 
and you know seven thirty, eight o'clock rolls around, and we see people start to stand in the in the road, and we're like, okay, I. Yeah, early in the we had went early in the morning. And they had all the neon on, but in the evening, in the afternoon, they didn't have the neon on. We're like, ah, they're gonna light the neon. So you know, we we thought somebody said eight o'clock. Okay, so we're standing in the middle of finally eight fifteen. The music stops, and you hear the the shaboom song come on, and everybody quiets down, and you see you know, first the first the street lights come on, and then Every little neon sign on Route 66 individually comes on and lights up. It's just you—you got to see it. Everybody applauded when we saw. I we saw that on Saturday, Friday night. Mm -hmm. We saw that, and there it was so cute. There were people who were bebopping down Route 66, like the cars in the movie, and the smiles on everybody's faces, and just. It, it was you, – you missed that, Wayne, because you and I were doing other things. When you come back, have to see that. Absolutely. Uh, Tom, you mentioned you mentioned the lighting on the mountain range. Uh-huh. I, I could watch that all night. I, I could get that, that window table at flows and just watch that, that sunset overlook all night long and be yeah. perfectly happy. Our last show we talked about the the arch and mm. recommending to people that come you know that you, that you go through the arch to get to Cars Land. So we were talking with Kathy Mangum, the what's her she's like, she was the executive show producer basically for Cars Land, and her words were happy accident. They were doing the computerized ride testing. Where you know it was just like the ride through on the computer, and mm-hmm. they're going over the bunny hills, and what do they see? The Paradise Pier Hotel. They're like, okay, we can't have the Paradise Pier Hotel in the showing up in the middle of Cars Land. So they put this big arch to block the Paradise Pier Hotel. Wow! From the ride. <clears throat> wow! So, so later on, you know, they get the the the. The models, the scale models, and she, you know she's looking at it, and she looks at this arch, and then she looks down to see what the view is going to be through that arch when people walk through that arch, and she's like, "Guys, come here, you have to see this." And I'm like, "Yep, that's exactly the feeling we got too." Yeah. 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 Can we also remind people though no, that no, we can't. <laughs> That Always you're not ask. really going to have any access, yeah, no, unfortunately, to that for a while. Um, they were no, Nancy. We we did yesterday. Yeah, yeah, you did yesterday. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because they, the first day I, they, they were, were limiting. Because they were telling us that when they have such a situation for massive overflow queue, right. do, like in, they in, ran into, into on day one, in, they're actually closing yeah. that entrance. Well, well we think, ran into that on Friday, right? Right. Well, I think part of that is the overflow queue blocks the. Blocks, blocks the, the pathway. Yeah. Oh, it was so insane. Please be under, if you can't come in that way, please be understanding to the cast members who oh, work no, there. Oh, no, fight them. Fight them. You, the you, it, it you know, can I just say this? We saw no, so no, many no, people. No, you can't just say it. You can't say it. 
She is, she's it's already a drinking coming. game. Every time she asks if she can say something. We should also mention. That's another Nancyism. Go ahead, Nancy. Sorry. But at least it's a fresh thing to say. That's all oh my gosh. Nice. Okay, I'm done. I've done everybody's. My point is. Please. I hope there's a point. Yeah, there is, because, okay. oh my god. Did we hear belligerence, or did we not hear belligerence Friday morning, Mary Jo? Oh, we did. Nancy and I were commiserating with the CMs because the people were just unreasonable. We were at the Matterhorn. People were just bullying at them. We came here specifically to do this, and now you've ruined our visit. You (laughs) need to give us passes to get back on this ride. When we've been waiting here for an hour, and I just... Oh, my God, I went off. If I'm not mistaken, to show you, if I'm not mistaken, I could be totally wrong, and then I'm sure we'll be corrected. I was under the impression that the Southern California pass holders, Friday was the only day. It was like their last shot, and then they're done for the summer. So if, if you were yeah. – yeah, so if you were a SoCal pass holder, the only chance you had to see it was that Friday, Cars Land or the other stuff. So that – and I'm, I don't want to – don't want yeah. to disparage yeah. Southern. No, I'm not defending them. I'm trying not to rip them. Um, but I know Southern, a Southern California pass holder thinks they're a much greater pass holder than they are. And so <laughs> that wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me if that was their one day and they're, oh my God. And, and considering they didn't want to shell out the bucks for the deluxe or premiums, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying that would Oh, I was. I must admit, I was very loud in saying, such belligerence. You know, one attraction doesn't make or break your whole vacation. It's you probably make They probably the missed. They did, probably didn't know the definition of belligerence. So. Yeah, oh, we were no, just... We, they did. You should have seen the looks this woman was giving me. <laughs> yeah, but it was the looks like... That's Nancy Johnson at WDS. Belligerence? Yeah. What is belligerence? But that we were, we were extra nice to the cast members that day because they were dealing with, you know, huge crowds. Yeah. Um, cranky people. In some cases, a lot, a lot of people were, you know, they went with the flow. I, I have to say that the Radiator Springs racers crowd were in rather good spirits for having to wait six hours for that attraction in the sun. Yeah. yeah. That, that was insane. The, I think the fast pass line was two hours. The single rider line also was over an hour and a half long. Mater was what sixty, and Luigi's when I checked it was ninety. Yeah, Luigi's was yeah. ninety. I saw it was one hundred and twenty at one time. Okay, yeah. And which oh, we and I we fully to, expected from our from the blog yeah, yeah. that we did. But let me tell you about Luigi's. They are giving out these little pamphlets with games to keep <laughs> children. Occupied. I saw, I, I saw him with a stack of papers. I almost asked for one, but I did. Yeah, I got. I did get one, and they have a scavenger hunt when you're in the queue, and then they have a bunch of little word <laughs> games and and you know find the uh, help Guido find his tools. Nice. It's a Miracolo. They have a little story about Louis about the flying the festival of the flying right. tires, etc. Awesome. Really, really cute. Yeah, I thought that was a real nice touch. So. You know that's going to make up for for some people. That's going to really make up the th- you know the the difference in in their value of waiting well, I, in line. Right. I think a lot of guests who are coming in from out of town, and you know they're they're going to stand in these lines because they've never 
you know, they don't have the opportunity to go there like some people who go a lot. So I think this is just a really nice touch. Yeah. Excellent. I would agree. Uh, let's talk about flows for a little bit. We didn't go to, into too much detail last show about flows, and I think by now some of you have gotten a chance to eat there, correct? All of us have eaten there, I think. Yes. Yeah, I think we all Good. have. <laughs> yeah. What, what are the hits? What are the misses? Love the pork. I agree. I had the pork. I thought it was, it was moist, and it's not easy to have moist pork. So I was I like that. I love my salad. Wayne? One thing. Turkey was great for okay. me. Okay. I know I heard, and I didn't get to get the turkey because I was taking one for the team, and I really wanted the turkey. <laughs> so I'm, next time I go back, I'm getting the turkey. The, the, only, um, the only problem we had was with the servant. Well, the, they they got confused on our order, and it took way too much time to get our order. But again, ours, really because, because we were being picky. but still. Kelly didn't care too much for her beef. Yeah, okay, yes. I Corey didn't care much for his either. He said it was way too fatty. Uh, well, I could have told you I saw it, and it was great. And if we've heard any of my reviews, mm-hmm. d- unless you're spending a lot of money, don't get beef anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Anywhere. It was slabs of beef. That being said, I, I liked – one of the things I liked, and I think Mayor Joe and I were talking about that, is it's um, – I like the fact that you can mix and match multiple sides. Yeah. Yes. So you pick your meat. And then you have a variety of sides to get. And um, I really like that, especially considering today, not to bring Orlando into the mix, but I was at Flame Tree Barbecue, and I was trying to figure out, okay, well, what can I get instead with Andrew's Kids Meal? Or so I can – and as it flows, you have all the sides, and I like that you can mix meal. and match everything. How old is Andrew well, again? Okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> because the last time we didn't have a kid – oh, kids, well, whatever – it wasn't, you can do it. I'll eat a kid's meal, dude. Whatever. Look, I, he's in the, okay, I said, Andrew, sit in the stroller. Sit in the stroller. You okay. pretend you're under three. Okay. Put your oh, iPhone Andrew. away. Put your iPhone away. Sit in the stroller. No. Um, and, anyway. you know, is your son giving you really dirty looks right now? Probably. Well, he's tired. We're trying to get to extra magic hours here. You're tired. No, he says no. <laughs> but, uh, All right, let's move on. Then. We heard that. Let's move on yeah. then. Um, no, but um, no, no. I, I like the fact that you can mix and match. Uh, I like the fact that you can mix and match multiple things. Do so you have any do of the ice, ice cream treats, milkshakes? I thought the milkshake milkshakes was just were good. Wayne and I had milkshakes. Wait, Mary Jo, say what you liked about um. What we all kind of share that we the pleasantly veggie, surprised by that the veggie potato, the veggie tater uh, dish was di- that's one of my favorite dishes there. Huh. I think, right? You tasted it, it too, Tony, didn't you? Yeah, and I would order. I would go back and order it. And I'm yeah. definitely not a vegetarian, but it was good. It was delicious. It was so flavorful, and it, it, it tasted like it had meat in it. I don't know how they did it, but. Tasted, it was one of the better meals, in my opinion. It's because it looks like a shepherd's pie. It kind of fools you into thinking it's shepherd's pie. It tastes like a shepherd's pie. Yeah, do you see that? Okay, look at that. Don't let her do that to you, Mary Jo. It <laughs> fooled you. You're so simple. You're easily fooled. No, wait a second. It, Nancy, it tasted good. That's what we're saying. So like, I know, yes, we were simple folk. And, I would think that tasted and, good anyway because I like vegetable items like that. No, but we I don't. And, at our, at our lunch, it could. 
at our lunch, I did say it tasted like shepherd's pie. So, yeah. there. I'm not it's simple. Fooled no, us. I know you're not. <laughs> Fooled us. What is this? Oh, I didn't know they could do that these days. <laughs> so has anybody gone from the Bugs Land entrance into Cars Land yet? I have. Yeah. How, uh, what's, yeah. What, what's the feeling going that way? Well, right now the construction, well, at least when we were there, the construction walls were still up. Okay. I think it's going to be a, it's just going to be a so-so transition okay. unless they enhance something there. But uh, Well, you it, know, there's a large service road that goes through there, too. If yeah, you look there at it is. from Google... Yeah, it's, 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 and there's a big access entrance there. So it's, it's not the most attractive, but it'll be a nice shortcut for right. those that want to exit towards the Bugs Land area. And that, is that entrance between Heimlich and the bumper cars or bumper yes. cars? Okay. Yes, the bumper cars backs up to Luigi's. So to I'm give trying her. To, trying to picture that, okay. And Heimlich backs up to the cozy cone. And and for those of us who didn't see the um, the final opening, did the big hedge get taken down or is yes. that yeah the yeah the hedge is gone. Okay. Yeah. So now as you're walking down that main that main walkway, you can see um, Mater's junkyard jamboree and hear oh, the music. Can. Yep. Yeah. You can yeah. see on the road. Yep. From yeah. Our yeah. one notice on that was it's. Sometimes the music between Bugs, the Bugs Land entrance area and Mater's is very cacophonous. Okay. Big word. So it, they, they have to work on some kind of transitioning or blending of the music in that area. And I did find a fourth entrance. Has anyone found the fourth entrance? Yeah, right there by Baby Care where you can sneak back in. That was yep. blocked. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a that, little... That he had a... Um, Chains and stuff. There, there is one. There's like this bypass. Is that what you're talking about? Bet- next uh, to Ghirardelli. Next to Ghirardelli yeah, and the baby yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. We we walked through there on. Didn't we walk through there on Friday, Nancy? No, Friday it was roped off because I actually stopped over in baby care. It, it, yeah, it, it, I saw it to open. Say hi. Okay, I walked through there with somebody who said, I know a shortcut. And, and, we... and just a note for those people that are used to going to first aid there, first aid is now moved to guest services at Buena Vista Street. Left side is the owner of the park. Yep, behind Oswald's. Yeah. One, of the, one of the cool things I liked when we were walking on the main street and we looked down, Roz had to keep looking because it's so amazing. Uh, as you're looking down Route 66 towards Cars Land, you feel like you're actually looking at a little town with the hills in the background. Mm-hmm. The forest perspective is absolutely amazing. That's a good point, too. Well, the Disney is nothing if not experts on forest perspective. Yep. <laughs> um, we talked a lot about the rides last week. Is there anything else we need to talk about about Mater's Junkyard Jamboree? Other than it's really, really fun. I thought it was going to be slow uh, starter, and the, the line was pretty crowded the whole weekend. Yep. So it's going to it's oh. going to be a popular ride. Another thing to mention is if you're a big fan of uh, the music of Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, there is available. I picked it up in Elias um, and Company. There is a limited edition CD of Music Heartland. 
And yeah. it has five of the, the Mater songs, nice. which when you actually sit down and listen to them and listen to the words to the whole thing, it's just freaking It's funny, amazing. right? Oh my god, it describes everything that's going on in the ride and about how the, how the tractors are moving and, and listen to the junkyard jukebox and, mm-hmm. and just, they, they, it's hysterical. Yeah, they, they Roz, do. The music is great. Roz there is, buy it and, uh, we listen to it on the way home, but they're missing it for that. Can I add also that there is a full... <laughs> you always ask permission. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no. No, the listeners will just be left out of that great tidbit. <laughs> oh, you're, I want to know, Nancy, tell the, me. The tidbit would be even greater if you didn't ask. You just give them the tidbit. <laughs> hey, man, for those people who are getting sloshed on Mike and I say, then they just got another shot in there, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yes, <sure. laughs> and they I am contributing the to the anyways. delinquency of a whole new set of listeners. Yes. Me and my straight-laced self. Right. As I was saying, there's actually the complete ride-through audio of Radiator Springs Racers on at the very end of the CD. Nice. Which is really, really nice. And so anybody who gets really inspired by the music as you come around the corner and see the waterfall, and it's all there. I didn't including know that including the uh, the boarding. Audio too, and all the with, characters uh, with, talking to you with Sheriff and Cheech, and yep. not Cheech, uh, the uh, yep. uh, Ramon. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I, I loved how they did that. How Sheriff is the is the English boarding announcement, and Ramon is the Spanish boarding announcement. Mm-hmm. Is that the first time that they've used actual characters like that in in those boarding announcements? Um, on any on the attractions, I that was so. I just I thought that was a lovely touch. Well, and then then um, Major's version of Spanish on oh. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> I died. <laughs> well, how, yeah, how how bad was the accident, Mary Jo? Oh, very much. If it's uh, <laughs> but, Spanish, but, but did you understand what he was saying? Oh yeah, I did. Okay, cool. I still laughed. Well, and I think that that's kind of the whole point of it yeah yeah is to really get people of you know all visitors really to participate and i think it does um anything left for luigi's flying tires we talked about the new pamphlets they're handing out which is kind of cool and the fact that it's still a 90 to 120 minute wait it's still fun it's still fun i'll say it's still fun i i just hope for more fun well, you know, I mean, the ride is fine. Once they work out the logistics, I'll go back. It's not, so, yeah, I mean, it's not something I'm going to do every single visit to Cars Land. Yeah. But it's still really fun. You know, ma- meters I'll do every single visit and then some. Yeah. But. yeah. All right, let's move on to Radiator Springs Racers. Do, is there anything that we hadn't talked about yeah. last time? Yes, I have something. I have a tidbit. I have a tidbit. Ooh! Oh, you must ask first, Tom. <laughs> can, can, can I share this tidbit? <laughs> no. <laughs> sure, no. Tom. And, and I'm going to so drop. And I'm going to drop a name too. When I was talking with Steve Goddard, the right engineer, my 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 biggest question was, 
how do we know who wins? What determines who wins? Is it random? Is it ride vehicle weight? Is it pixie dust? I don't know. So he says, he, the answer was, it's random, and it's determined when the two cars meet next to the Hudson Hornet. At that moment, it's randomized, and it's determined at that point who's going to win the race. That's so Thanks. cool. Thanks. Yeah, the first two times I went in there, I won, so I thought both cars, I thought you won every time you went. And right. then the third time I rode on it, I was I didn't win, and I was like, oh. Highly disappointed. I <laughs> I was, yeah, well, I just I just had to go on it again, so I would win. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> has, has everybody now seen both sides or ridden on both yes. sides? What, 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 yeah, let's go, let's go around the table. What's your favorite? The lower track, the inside. I'm horrible spatially. The lower, the one where I'm down lower inside, I think. Yeah, but no. that would be the, the lower track. No, oh, yeah, it looks so much better. Are we talking Luigi's or, or Ramon's? Oh, wait. I thought we were talking about which is the better. Oh, I, I thought we were well, talking about just Radiator well, which, Springs Racers. There's two choices then. Yes. Which one do you like, the high loop no, or the low two, loop? I think and there's then... two different. I know, I think we're ask, he's asking a different question. No. Yeah, I'm, I think he is both. Too. That's that's the same. You you go to the you go to the left, and you go to Luigi's. you go to Luigi's. You go to the right. Oh, you go to Ramones. Oh, I thought you were talking about the ride experience no, 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 itself. No. Well, okay, yeah. So. The, I mean, that's yeah, a, see. That's why I said there's two choices in ride experience. You can like one room, but the other track. Okay. And you can, I, the track. Uh, I like the lower track because I thought it was so much more. Intense, so you, so if you, you like, want to call it that. It's so a nice tight curve. I agree. And with I like the. I, I like Luigi's anyway. I like Luigi's better too. Yeah. Well, the, it was more interact. Luigi's was felt like it was just a little more interactive because they have yes. because they have more time in Luigi's because the first car goes to Luigi's and the second car goes to Ramon's, so they have yeah. a little more time there to do things. And the other the the Ramon's car just kind of slowly drives through and gets sprayed. Yeah. Somebody said something about the white wall tires mm-hmm. in the mirrors. And yeah, that's Luigi's. We didn't. I think we went the other way, so I wasn't able to ask how that works. I don't know how it works. I just I just heard that there's something yeah, that they, they do. They turn so. the tires to white wall tires. Yeah. Yeah. I was too busy looking at the people uh, in the car. So. Nice. <laughs> and can I just say how cute is Vito <laughs> with that little? That little, you know, <laughs> clown afro on his head. <laughs> oh, that's yes, hilarious. You can, yes, you can. I sing. love Guido. I, I, he's, I, he and Mater are my two favorites. <laughs> oh my goodness, Nancy! <laughs> <laughs> You'll never stop me. You'll never break me. <laughs> I am who I am, and he's love it or love it. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> Does anybody else have anything for Radiator Springs Racers? After that, no. No, I think we're good. <laughs> you don't even have to ask permission. <laughs> Fun ride. <laughs> All right, that is going to do it for this edition of the Diz Unplugged. We will be whack with you possibly in two weeks. We'll be whack with you. Whack with you? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. It's new. I heard it too. It's DJ Wait, Tom. Who's, who's, we'll be whack uh, with you. Who's, 
Who's in the West Coast and who's on the East yeah, Coast? Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, no. I'm going to start over then, just for you. No, that stays in. <laughs> we oh, we may it. be that's back it. with we may be back with you in a couple weeks. We're still working on the logistics of that because we're all going to be on a cruise. Otherwise, we will be back. <laughs> Dang it! We will oh, be yeah. back with you. We're going to be we'll back with you on the July 19th. Would be our next show. Hopefully, we'll get something up on the fifth for you. I tell you, don't we all need some time off after this whole curse? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> that is going to do it for this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening. Bye.